Well, I don't know about you, but my head is already hurting after the first college football playoff rankings just came out tonight. I'm Pete Mundo. HeartlandCollegeSports.com is how you find us covering the Big 12 Conference top to bottom. For all of our new viewers, thanks for joining us. We do focus exclusively on the Big 12 Conference. That's what we do. That's what we've done for several years. We now reach millions of Big 12 fans each and every month on the website, on the podcast, now growing up on uh, YouTube as well, just getting things going this year. So it is great to be here with you as always. Uh, Thank you for sharing the show and subscribing to the channel or, of course, to the podcast. All right, so let's talk about these rankings and how TCU got absolutely screwed. So the rankings came out tonight for the first edition of the college football playoff, and here's what we got. We got uh, TCU at 7. We got Kansas State at 13. Oklahoma State at 18. And Texas coming in at 24 in these first rankings. And help me make sense of any of this. So Clemson is in the top four for beating zero teams higher than 20. They are ranked ahead of TCU, who has just beaten number 13, And number 18. Why? According to the College Football Playoff Committee chairman, what did he say? What did our boy Boo, I'm going to call him that boy Boo, Boo Corrigan. He's the uh, AD at uh, NC State. What did our boy Boo say on Tuesday night to ESPN? He goes, well, you know, I mean, TCU had to come back in some games. Uh, Yeah, okay, so let me get this straight. Having to come back in games against two top 20 teams, which TCU has done, is less impressive than Clemson, I guess, getting out to bigger leads against lesser competition and winning those games? Is that really the argument that we're going to get from Boo Corrigan at NC State? That is the most asinine and ridiculous reasoning I've heard from anybody. I mean, and there's been some of these wacky committee chairs. These guys, they don't know up from down and left from right. I kind of question how they ever got to where they did uh, in their professions because they just make absolutely zero sense whatsoever. And let me, let me share this as well with you about TCU. So TCU has a better, I'm looking at the ESPN official uh, you know, rankings that they put out. So TCU has a better strength of record and a better strength of schedule than Georgia, Clemson, and Michigan. Georgia and Clemson came in at the top four. Michigan came in at number five. Alabama was six. So TCU's got a better strength of schedule at 63 and a better strength of record at number three than Georgia, Clemson, and Michigan. Are you kidding me? Is this some kind of sick and twisted and ridiculous joke? That sure is what it feels like. That sure is what it sounds like to me as I look at this because the analytics don't make any sense and then the actual eye test playing the games don't make any sense. Now, you may say, Pete, you're overreacting. It's the first playoff rankings. Don't worry. It's going to take care of itself. TCU wins out. They'll be in. Why? Based on what will TCU be in? I mean, I'd like to think so, but are you kidding me? I mean, this committee is so obsessed and infatuated with, and we know this has been the case since this thing started, the SEC and the Big Ten. 
and then Clemson gets all the love, and Alabama gets all the love. What has Alabama done? Beating Texas? Without Quinn Ewers? If Quinn Ewers was healthy in that game, they don't win at Texas. If Quinn Ewers doesn't get knocked out of that game, Alabama has two losses, and they probably would still be ranked ahead of TCU. I mean, the committee is more impressed by by Alabama losing football games than it is TCU winning football games. It just, it's so crazy. They played a really good Tennessee team they lost. Who have they beaten? Arkansas? A&M was completely unraveled? I goodness gracious. And this always happens with the Big 12 teams. I saw this also from Boo Corrigan, who is the uh, chair of the College Football Playoff Committee. You know, you like to see a little more balance, he says. It's good to see a little more balance than what you get from a team like TCU. Why is the balance thing always an issue in the Big 12? Every, for 10 years, you know, we've been doing this. I've been doing this show. So this website launched in 2014. I was in Oklahoma before that. I was working in radio in Woodward, Oklahoma. Got great friends out there. And then I came to New York City. I was doing some stuff at uh, CBS Sports. I launched Heartland College Sports to cover the Big 12. And um, now I'm out in Kansas City. I started this in 2014. The first ever college football playoff year was that year. And it was the same exact thing back then. Nothing has changed with these clowns. Nothing whatsoever. It's always, well, there's not enough balance in the Big 12. TCU's got a great offense, but what about the defense? I, that conversation seems to never happen with other conferences and other teams. Here's the quote from Boo Corrigan on TCU and why they're behind Alabama. We're looking for a balanced team, offense and defense. They've gotten behind in games. Once again, so the committee is more impressed by Alabama losing games than it is by TCU coming back to win games against teams that they have ranked in the top 20. That is the most asinine and ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous explanation I've heard. And we've heard a lot of them from these committees over the years. You guys know that, and I know that. I, that is just beyond bizarre to me. And then there was this, this absolute gem from Boo Corrigan as well. He was asked by Reese Davis um, about the depth of the Big 12, the strength of the Big 12. Here was the question from Reese Davis of ESPN. He asked Boo Corrigan, he said, one of the questions people had is how the committee regarded the balance in the Big 12 that isn't as top-heavy as some of the other conferences. It's as if every game is a difficult one. How was the Big 12 evaluated? Good question, Reese. I'm curious on that, too. How was the Big 12 evaluated? And then Boo Corrigan says this. We don't look at conferences. We're looking at individual teams. Just stop. Stop. You people are a bunch of clowns. Stop telling me that you don't look at schedules or you don't look at conferences. You guys have been obsessed with the SEC no matter who's on this committee. You have been obsessed with the SEC. Since this thing started, the SEC and the Big Ten, ever since TCU beat Iowa State 55-3 to in 2014 in the final week, then they get bumped from number three to number six because of Ohio State. Now, I get Ohio State ended up winning the national championship that year, but spare me 
Spare me the we don't look at conferences thing. We look at teams. You can't look at teams without looking at conferences. If that was the case, you know, if you didn't look at at conferences and you only looked at teams, then why wasn't Cincinnati number one at the end of last season going into the college football playoff? Or number two, why were they just number four? If you don't look at conferences, you obviously look at conferences. You have to look at conferences. This is nuts. This is absolutely crazy talk from this college football playoff committee that is just making absolutely no sense. Now, I didn't think they'd make a lot of sense. I've got zero faith in the college football playoff committee ever making sense again. I don't think they're ever going to do it. I don't think they're ever going to be able to make any sense. But holy cow, I'm watching this playoff committee tonight, and their reasoning was terrible. It didn't make any sense. It was frustrating to watch. And then when they started actually talking, it was like, just, just please end it now. End it now. I can't take it anymore with this college football playoff selection committee. I, can't, I cannot wait. You know, I say this now, I can't wait till we get to 12 teams. But then again, if there's going to be a handful of at-large teams, it's going to be the same nonsense there. It's going to be the same thing. The obsession with the SEC, the obsession with the Big Ten, it's not going to change. I mean, you know, the conversation will change because you're going to have a guaranteed bid for all the Power Five conferences, but the conversation is going to be the same with the at-large teams, and that's what just drives me absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I'm trying to make sense of it. You're trying to make sense of it. And I know it's just one of these things that makes you want to pull your hair out. So I, I am not overreacting because I can foresee, this is not crazy. I can foresee a situation where they put two SEC teams in. Let's say, let's just for sake of the conversation, say Alabama and Tennessee meet again in the SEC championship game. Alabama's got one loss. Tennessee's undefeated. Alabama wins the SEC championship game. Both those teams are going to be in the college football playoff, right? We can agree on that. If Ohio State or Michigan stay undefeated, they're in the playoff. If Clemson stays undefeated, they're in the playoff. There is a scenario where an undefeated TCU does not make the college football playoff. That scenario does exist. It pains me to say that, but that scenario absolutely exists where an undefeated TCU Horn Frogs team doesn't make the playoff. Now, do I think we're going to get all these undefeated teams? No, but I just put together a scenario that's not crazy that results in TCU being undefeated, not making the college football playoff. In what is clearly, statistically speaking, according to ESPN's own analytics, the second-best conference in the country after the SEC. And they're neck and neck. The drop-off from the SEC to the Big 12 is nothing compared to the drop-off from from the Big 12 to the Big 10. There's a bigger drop from the Big 12 to the Big 10 than there is the SEC to the Big 12. So that tells you all you need to know. But that scenario exists because TCU has been a victim of the brand. You're telling me that right now 8-0 Oklahoma is sitting at 7 with that resume? You're telling me 8-0 Texas with that resume is sitting at 7 like TCU? They're not. You know they're not, and I know they're not. This thing has always been about brand. It has been, and I never thought I'd miss the BCS. 
but it has been one of the most flawed systems in the history of any sport. That's how jacked up this thing is. It is corrupt. It is changing every single year. It makes absolutely no sense half the time. And I know oftentimes the games work out, so you typically get a top four that makes sense in the end. I understand that. But it doesn't matter from the standpoint of discussing the integrity of how they do these things. TCU's got better strength of record and better strength of schedule than three teams ranked ahead of them. So what are you using then? The eye test? What you want to be the case? There's nothing more flawed than the eye test. You got advanced analytics and you got performance on the field. And then what you perceive to be the case from athletic directors and former coaches. Come on, spare me that whole thing. Pete Mundo on heartlandcollegesports.com. We cover the Big 12 top to bottom. It is great to be here with you on the show, as always. Uh, We are on YouTube Live. We hope you'll subscribe to the channel as we talk about these first college football playoff rankings. Uh, Let's see here. What do we have? I want to look through some of the comments. Pete, we were talking about this on Sikkim 365 this afternoon. I said the college football playoff committee would screw the Big 12 and put the ACC in the catbird seat. Total nonsense. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Big 12 fans knew exactly what would happen. I know. It's a darn shame. Where's Bama and Tennessee's defense? I don't know. Uh, exact, it doesn't matter. Only the Big 12 teams have to be more balanced. Nobody else. Nobody else. Uh, Pete, do you agree TCU should rank above Clemson and Alabama? Absolutely. And you can make a case TCU should be ranked ahead of Georgia and also ahead of Michigan. They've got a better strength of record and a better strength of conference, strength of schedule than both of those teams. There's a case to be made that TCU should be the third best team in the country or the third ranked team in the country this week, I should say. That case does exist. I hope that, you know, Sonny Dykes uses this to have a big old chip on that shoulder with his guys because, my goodness, uh, you know, I, I just hope that they are letting it rip. I hope like heck they are letting it rip in that locker room. They are using this as bulletin more material. Not good for Texas Tech this weekend, but uh, I, I think they got some bulletin more material to go through. And uh, Chuck writes, Pete, in your scenario, should Bama take a loss in the SEC championship game, Tennessee and Georgia get in? So you're saying if Alabama takes a loss in the SEC championship game to, let's say, undefeated Tennessee, Georgia would get in if Georgia ends up having one loss, which theoretically would be this weekend against Tennessee. Uh, That's a good point. That is a very, I mean, they put in one loss teams out of the SEC that didn't even make a college championship game all the time. They do do that. You're right about that, Chuck. I hate to say it, but jeez. You're absolutely right about that. James writes, preach, Pete. That's what we do here. We preach. No, I don't want to preach. I'm just fired up because the committee, once again, screwed up royally. The committee is a joke. Yeah, there's a scenario, Michael, for three SEC teams in this thing, unfortunately. Absolutely right. John says Alabama has to lose twice for an undefeated Big 12 team they don't like. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. It does feel like that's the case. I'm telling you, they love undefeated. They love Alabama losing more than TCU winning. So it was just crazy to watch this thing tonight. Absolutely crazy. Let's see what we got here on the uh, 
comments on YouTube Live. Love joining you guys over there. West Virginia did play much better against TCU, but we stink. <laughs> the end is near for Neil Brown. Say that one 10 times in a row. The end is near for Neil Brown. I mean, it is. The end is near. It's over. There's no way the Mountaineers can continue on with Neil Brown as the head coach. I just don't know how you do it. I, I don't know what you do. Seriously. You can't continue. It's year four of complete mediocrity. They're probably not making a bowl game. How do you trust the climb with Neil Brown with what you're seeing on the field? You just can't do it. You, four years is a long time for a guy to build up a program. And Neil Brown has not been able to do it. He just hasn't. Neil Brown has not been able to sustain or build this program into anything. I mean, at some point, you got to say, if you're West Virginia, uh, we've done everything we can. There's nothing more for us to do except find the new coach. And sometimes it's best for everybody. Like, even look at TCU this year. Yes, it's a lot of Gary Patterson's guys, but sometimes just getting the fresh face in there, sometimes seeing something with a different set of eyes is important. It's important for everybody involved. So I, I don't know what the justification is. And now, if you missed this, C.J. Donaldson is out for the rest of the year. They're a star freshman running back. I mean, this guy is going to uh, hes gonna be a stud in the Big 12. But he's gotten surgery this week for an undisclosed injury, and he is out for the rest of the year. That is brutal. Because that guy was one of the shining stars on that team, and now he's done. So it is just, whew, boy, it is a tough sledding right now for the West Virginia Mountaineers. And if there's anything good out of it, you know, cut ties as soon as you can. Get the coach you want in there and uh, keep that thing moving. And keep it moving very, very quickly. So uh, there you go. Uh, that's the rundown for the evening. We appreciate you all being here, a part of the show, talking about the college football playoff rankings that were an absolute joke absolute joke tonight. I just cannot believe it. Hope you'll subscribe to us here on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, leave a rating, review on iTunes. That's all I ask for. Hit that five-star button. And if you do that, we got a free koozie coming your way. Just send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Uh, Pete, no run game for West Virginia this week. Iowa State may have a shot at home. Now, Iowa State, if they're ever going to win a game this season in the Big 12, this is the week to do it. That's absolutely right. Spot on there, Don. Spot on. All right, you guys, have a, a great night. Thanks for joining us. Share the show. Subscribe to the show. A lot of YouTube content is going to be coming your way, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.